if you're really looking to manifest all these wonderful things into your life, if you don't conquer unforgiveness, it actually blocks your blessings. It actually gets in the way of you really allowing in the new. It's really important in creating that, that best life that you actually are able to forgive. Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast bringing a down-to-earth approach to personal growth. On this show, we're helping individuals just like you learn about tapping into their incredible potential through insightful interviews and inspiring lessons. Our mission is to encourage you to always keep pushing towards achieving your dreams and to stay awesome along the way. Hello again, Awesome Tribe, and welcome back to another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. A third appearance on the show is certainly something to acknowledge and celebrate. When certain guests have been such a profound source of support and collaboration, you take a second to let them know. It is a true honor to welcome back today's guest on the program. Ms. Dion Nichols is a professional coach trained through accomplishment coaching. From being estranged from her father for years as he was diagnosed with schizophrenia, to giving birth to a son with a rare heart condition, to feeling stuck in a 20-year career, and having her 17-year relationship end in betrayal, Ms. Dion knows all too well that she does not look like what she's been through. And that's exactly the point. After an extensive journey of self-reflection and seeking the meaning of why she was put on this planet starting in 2014, she came to the realization that the gift she had to bring to the party of life was joy. Following a successful 20-year career in the fashion industry, co-founding a successful nonprofit, producing and co-hosting a successful five-star rated podcast, and being a single mom at the age of 40, Dion transitioned to become a leadership coach. As the founder of Live Your Best Life For You, Dion focuses on supporting her clients in making significant shifts in their lives and leadership styles, while taking a firm yet empathetic stand for their goals and dreams. Inspired by her own personal journey of reinvention, Dion dedicates her life to supporting working mothers who are challenged with balancing their commitments to a thriving, meaningful career and personal life. She is the creator of the signature program, The Reset, How to Pivot from Powerless to Purpose, and is a brand ambassador for the Five Minute Journal, the gratitude journal that changed her life. This conversation was both informative and empowering, as Dion brought us some much needed guidance on accepting our faults, forgiving our missteps, creating a strong vision, embracing courage, and so much more. Also, do be sure to check out Dion's upcoming Forgiveness Friday, slated November 11, 2022, supporting the Pleasant Respite Oasis Wellness Beach Walk Fundraiser. All details will be provided at the end of the show. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 181 with Miss Dion Nichols. Here we go. So, um, it's, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Miss um, Dion, it is uh, an amazing thrill. I'm not just saying this and throwing words onto the universe, uh, because you know that I believe in the fact that words have worth and words have weight. So I'm very conscious and intention, intentional. When I tell you that I am so jazzed and uh, so uh, grateful uh, for your presence on the podcast, first of all, wanted to say thank you. Uh, ever since we've connected, uh, you've been more than a supporter. 
uh, you've been an ambassador. You've been a true support. I've called you for consult. I've called you for advice. I've called you to rant. I'm like, Dion, I have no idea what I'm doing. What is this making sense? And I've called you to, you know, lean on and just have a, just to speak to, to, to a person who's totally detached, but at the, at the same way who knows me. Um, you've been an example. You've been a champion of growth and positivity. Always had a great smile. I've never seen you pissed off. Yeah, I've never seen you. And I'm sure you've had bad days. We're all human. <laughs> and, you know, and it's something that I've always, you know, admired you for. And I still do. And, you know, just championing uh, this mission that you set for yourself, whether uh, growth personally and to all the people who are privileged enough to be in your universe and in your circle. It's just a heartfelt thank you, uh, recognizing everything that you've done and you're still doing, uh, teaching us how to be- live our best life for ourselves. And But at the same time, it's just from one warm and sincere heart to another, thank you so much for being who you are and welcome. Thank you. Well, so, so, so excited to welcome you back on the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you back. Wow. What a welcome. <laughs> I'm like speechless. Thank you so much. Now, may I pour into you a little bit? Because I am so grateful for how much you pour into me, how you'll just check in. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a strong person, right? The typical strong Black woman, if you will, will. So it's so nice to have someone who will check on the strong friend and vice versa, uh, who will fill me up with inspiration and blessings just out of the blue, just thinking about you. Wow, just have a deep thought. I thought I'd you know bless you with it. Um, yeah, it's a special friend. We don't have to talk every day. But somehow we have this very special, divine, ongoing connection that keeps just growing since it's got to be what? Going on 10 years, no? Yeah, pretty much. We're pretty much. It's been, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. And you know what? I'm grateful for it because people, I believe, especially, you know, as the follow-up of this, this pandemic, which has become like, you know, the topic, but I believe... Um, in terms of creating or solidifying uh, those relationships that truly are near and dear to your heart, um, near or far, right? People need to take that into account and take ownership of the people that you are privileged enough to have around you. And that's something that I really wanted to highlight, you know, just stepping into this new conversation uh, because it's been a while for people who don't know, uh, Dion and I was just going off the last recording, realized that we haven't checked in uh, on a record. We check in all the time, but Dion is one of the OG guests of uh, of this podcast. And the last episode Dion was on was episode 84. That was in 2019. And as of this recording, we're at episode 179. So that's uh, it's it's something. It's something. So, of course, you've had a lot to do with keeping me in check and making sure, like, <laughs> yo, come on, let's get him out. Go on, make it happen. Let's go. Go, 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 go. No excuses. You know so, what? I have to say, that's the other thing I didn't get to say, was your level of consistency and perseverance and remaining authentic and true to your passion and mission. So just wanted to put that in there as well. You oh, know? man. I'm a Thank very, you. very small part of what you do <laughs> in your own life. But thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Why I want to, you know, um, bring you back on. Um, It's something that, because I listen to a lot of the conversations that people are having both on and offline, whether in my circle of men, uh, whether in my family, uh, people, you know, who are speaking their mind. And I believe that um, I'm, it sounds so woo-woo, you know, you, I wouldn't be talking about this four or five years ago, but on this thing called growth, 
you learn to speak differently to, you know, to connect with different energies. And why I wanted to bring you back on is because uh, you've been um, championing this message of living your best life for you. And I don't believe you chose those words uh, just randomly. Uh, I know you as a very clear, very intentional person. Uh, you're very intentional about how you carry yourself, how you speak, who you connect with, and how you share your message in the world. So I don't believe that was a coincidence, um, but I really love it. I really do, because I believe that's something that is flying over people's heads, how they do. And I'm really saying this as innocently or naive as it sounds. We all have the power to influence and shape our path and our journey. And I know it's a loaded question, Dion, but in your own words, for all the people listening to us, whether the naysayers, the critics, the, you know, or the believers, what does it mean to live your best life? For you. I remember that's very intentional. For you. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so believe it or not, part of it was, I believe, divine, because I was going for live your best life. And that domain was not available. Okay. But then I was led to live your best life for you. And I'm like, that's it. Because the way it was, um, why it was, it was so fitting when I was launching my uh, coaching practice, so I'm a life and leadership coach mm -hmm. and I specifically target uh, working mothers. And you can only imagine, you know, being married to one, right? Mm -hmm. that we are naturally givers as women, as mothers, as professionals, as leaders in our community, I mean, we give. And sometimes we get, not sometimes, a lot of the time, we get lost in the sauce. And so my mission has been to uh, give women access to reinventing themselves, finding their purpose, basically, um, you know, women who want more and healthy ways to balance it all. So that that's been my mission for women. And that's why that live your best life for you came to be. Wow. But this can apply to anyone, especially those who, you know, struggle with that. Just even hearing that, they would think, oh, that sounds selfish. Okay. But it's, it's not being selfish. It's actually being selfful. Because what do we know? And I'm stealing that from my Anne LaVonzant, by the way. I can't mm -hmm. take that quote. But the idea is the more we take care of ourselves, right? The idea of making sure we're, we're sourcing ourselves, pouring back into our cup, right? The more we then have to give, the more we can show up at our optimal, right? Whether it's at work, at home, right? If, if we're, if we're, we're if mama's taking care of herself, then she's got so much more bandwidth for her children, right? Right? She's got more more bandwidth for her, for her partner in life, right? That's better for the relationship, right? Everybody wins when you actually start here. And why is it, Miss Dion, that the, the running narrative, the script that a lot of mothers go through, because I've seen it with not just my wife, but a lot of mothers in my circle. That's how we're raised, aren't we? Because the child comes to, the, the child is born, comes into this earth, we must make sure that they survive, that they're fed, they're provided for. Even I'm even guilty of this as a father. I want, I do not my want my children to lack of anything. But at a certain point, it has become a bit uncomfortable 
for us to admit, um, I want some time for myself. Mm-hmm. I can't do this right now. Can I have some time for myself? I, but I'm, I'm a parent. I'm supposed to feed into that. I can't you know, mm. chase a career. I can't run a side business. I can't go out with my friends. Why are we guilt tripping ourselves, if that's the word, into admitting that it's okay to pour into our cup? What, where does that disconnect happen? Why, why, is it, why do we feel so guilty? Well, it tends to come from sometimes the outside perceptions of what we're, and you use the word several times. So anytime you notice you are shooting on yourself, and again, I can't even take credit for that one. That's from Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. But anytime you start shooting on yourselves, it's some external force that you're actually using to berate yourself. So it could be what the experts say, right? Maybe there's the experts say you're supposed to be spending this much, much time with your children and you're supposed to be doing it this way. And if you're not getting it right, guess what you do, right? Wow. You start beating up here. Right. Um, it could be how things went in the past. You don't want it to be like how it went with your parents. Maybe your mother and father, they were working all the time and they were disconnected. So you want to be the complete opposite and make sure you're 100% fully engaged and hands-on for everything. But we just know it's not possible. But anytime we're, we're making choices from these limited beliefs, whether it's the past, whether it's fear of missing out, whether it's outside voices, it never goes well here. And wow. so it's really learning to have that level of self-compassion and giving yourself permission to rest. Oh. Or to have that, just that space that you need. Rest that... is actually a form of productivity. You've got wow. to pull back. I always, I like to use that analogy of the, of the, um, the bow and arrow or the slingshot. You got to pull back first. Before you launch. Oh, that's a great visual. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why is it? Because you said, you said something that, that I really caught on there. It's, I'm pretty sure a lot of people missed it. Permission. Yeah. All right. Because we're in this whirlwind of, you know, obligations and duties and roles that we're playing, you know? And I've seen it firsthand. I've experienced it. I've been guilty of it. That's why I'm speaking from the heart. And I know there are women listening to us right now that are still in that whirlwind of, but, but mm. I, I have to be there. I have to make sure that I have to ensure that I have. Do you though? And that permission is, as you said, if I'm understanding correctly, is not going to come from someone else. Your kids aren't going to tell you, mommy, go rest. Or mommy, I got this. Mommy, I'm hungry. But you know what? Make yourself a sandwich first. I'll be fine. I'm crying, but I'll be fine. When do we, how can we teach ourselves? Because I really want people to walk away with, with a little bit of nugget or actionable steps. How does that permission manifest itself? How do we speak to ourselves in this level of, you know what, I, I it's okay. I love the fact you even brought that up. How do we speak to ourselves? Because that's one of the number one ways you can disrupt that automatic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one, we have to, it's a boundary conversation, first of all. Okay. And boundaries take, converse, take courage. It takes courage to set boundaries. Boundaries I'm, take courage. 
Yeah, because it's at the risk of that other person not necessarily accepting that new boundary, but having the courage enough to stand, right? Knowing what's best for you. So that's one. Um, you may have heard of Brene Brown. I love her. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. She created a, a concept called the permission slip. And so just think of, remember the permission slip back in school? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. That might even help you in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, giving yourself a permission slip of what you want to say or not say, do or not do, but you can and give yourself permission. A permission slip that day. Wow. That might be something that, you know, just the idea of I can give myself a moment. I've got permission. Um, the other thing I was going to share was um, where am I choosing from? Is a very powerful question. Where am I choosing from? Is it from my commitment? Is it from my core value or belief? Or is it from, like we said before, fear? Outside voices, because that's what my mom said I'm supposed to do and how it's supposed to be done, because that's what the experts say. Or fear of I'm going to miss out or fear that they're going to hate me, right? Because our, 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 our inner critic will always go to the absolute extreme. So if I don't, if I don't always meet my child's need, they're going to hate me. For example, is what the inner critic wants you to believe. Yes. So it's in the moment, really asking yourself, where am I choosing from? And hopefully at that moment, you'll see, okay, am I choosing from uh, my commitment to my well-being? Mm-hmm. Is this going to serve my well-being if I do this one more thing? Mm-hmm. For example, right? Um, if I take on one more play date, is it really serving my commitment to presence and quality time with my kids? Because yes, you might be in lots of activities, but are you really connecting and present, for example? Because if you're taking on nine sporting events, I'm sure you're exhausted by the time you've driven to the to the 10th, yeah. the night, right? Mm-hmm. So have you really had quality time or have you just been running around like a chauffeur all day? Maybe you only do two, even if the kids want to do all of them. So yeah, it's choosing either from something internal that's empowering or something external, because it could be something you see on social media and, oh, well, they're doing that. So anytime, uh. anytime it's, it's, it's being channeled from an external, just take note of that. Because you want to get it back here where it feels like it's an alignment. Because every time you don't, it, it chips away at your self-esteem. It chips away at that 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 self-security, if you will, or self-trust, I should say. Right? Every time you're choosing out of alignment or out of wow. integrity. Wow. Yeah. I am I'm so moved because there's so many questions coming up at the same time, but I want to keep this keep it centered. What I was visualizing as you we were talking about that running around all over the place, um, filling in all those roles Mm -hmm. and trying to do the best we can with what we have. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, um, and this this even happened to a friend, um, she had a friend basically say, you know what, you, you guys go out 
just leave the baby here. You guys go off for two hours. Mm. They basically did nothing else than sit in a parking lot wondering what they should do because they have not experienced being together or, you know, nurturing themselves in such mm -hmm. a long time. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. I'm not sure if that's something that, you know, those are type of circumstances you've felt with your clients or how do we not lose sight? How do we not lose ourselves? Because life evolves. I'm not the same person I was when I was 12, 15, engaged, married, father, now mature adult. Um, how do we not lose ourselves? into our own journey because kids are not going away. Your dreams are not going away. Your ambitions are not going away. But at the same time, you bring that word up. Balance. How do we, again, I guess I'm trying to say, how do, how do we understand that, you know, we, it, it's going to take some time, but it's not something you should lose. You should lose sight of. Otherwise you will be sitting in a parking lot wondering, what do I do with myself? Mm -hmm. And that's weird because you're basically telling yourself, okay, I don't know myself enough to even entertain myself for two hours. And that's a frightening feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you brought up a word at the, at the top of the show and it, it will come with growth and it's surrounding yourself with either the right support system. Mm -hmm. So the people you have around you is huge. So if you have a village, if not create one, you know, whether it's through a, a, a mom group, papa group, you know, if you don't have necessarily the friends and family that can support you in, in giving you a moment, you know, because um, you really do have to be intentional. It is constant communication with yourself and your partner, if you have that, right? To be intentional and carving out that time, it does have to be an ongoing practice, and I use that words very intentionally as well, because we're not always going to get it right. But the more we practice, the more we build that muscle. You know, if you actually need to carve out that time in your day, if you're a calendar person, that's a great way to do it and block out me time. You know, um, find the pockets. I mean, it's funny. I don't know if my family ever knew this, but I had summer Fridays when my son was very young. I had summer Fridays. No one in my family ever knew. <laughs> wow. So on Fridays from noon, I would either go to the movies with my cousin or do a little shopping or go meet a friend for lunch. But that was my little me time. That's And so cool. I believe, again, it's having the right people around you. Because I'll never forget when I had gone back to work, mm -hmm. one of the ladies, I said, because we always had a lot of travel. I worked in fashion. Mm -hmm. I remember asking one of the young ladies who had just come back from maternity as well. I said, how do you do it? And she's like, actually, <laughs> it's wonderful because you spend maybe two, three days in a hotel room where you don't have to take care of anyone and, you know, room service. So actually make the most of it because by the time you come back, you are energized. You can't wait till they come and run and jump on you, you know? Yep. Um, so it's find the pockets where you can, where it might be very, uh, very little disruption to the family mm -hmm. schedule, mm -hmm. um, being intentional, about carving out, actually blocking out time, whether you have a, a central place in your kitchen. So mm -hmm. everybody knows, you know, it's good this to even get the fam. This is, this is date night. This is mommy day. This is daddy day, or it doesn't even have to be a day. It could be just a couple of hours, a couple of hours, 
I was fortunate to have um, in Brooklyn, you know, we live on top of each other and uh, my best friend, her husband, their mother actually uh, moved in with them. my, My best friend's mother and from California. And it was so foreign to me because she just wanted to, to help. Wow. And she became like a third grandmother to Chase and didn't want anything from me. She said, yeah, I know sometimes, and that's where I got the phrase from, you just need a moment. Yeah. And she would let me go and get my nails done or whatever it is to have a little breather. Cause she understood being a, a single mother. Yeah. You know? There you go. And it is. There you go. So village is important. Setting the intentions, you know, clear communication that we're, you know, we're carving out these, these blocks of time. And if you can find them where it's even less disruptive, great, but don't be afraid. It's, you're also modeling, by the way. And that's another thing I remind my parents that if you are not taking good care of yourself and your children, they're watching. So if now your daughter is seeing, Hey, it's okay to be the sacrificial lamb, you know, right. you're for that versus uh-huh. teaching her boundaries and what it means to stand and integrity and, self-care and all that good stuff. Wow. What you said, uh, like it's, it's something I have to remind myself all the time. Um, because you, there's no better way to understand your script than to take two seconds and look at the movie of your life so far, Mm -hmm. go back to wherever you grew up for some people. It might be very traumatic memories, but there's no better way to understand your current script because the subconscious is a very powerful thing. I've learned that through reading conversations Mm -hmm. that we've had. The subconscious is a very powerful thing Mm -hmm. and you don't understand how much until you understand where you came from. Mm -hmm. And it would, it would really, really help whether through therapy or reading or meditation, you'll understand. Once you understand how you think you'll understand who you are. And once you understand that, you can actually shift the way you think and affect who you are. Why I'm saying that is because you're right. They are watching for good, for bad, for ugly, for great, for victorious. They are watching. And they even will teach you a couple of things. You know, sometimes you will mess up. You will mess up. You just, you just didn't, you just don't know. And they will surprise you in their own maturity. I'm just taking an example. Uh, my kids had a special day where they had to dress up as Harry Potter characters. And for some reason, my bad, I forgot. So I just sent them with regular clothes. And then they came back. Oh, yeah, today was Harry Potter Day. Oh, my God. I felt so bad. I was like, oh, my God. It's like you were the only ones. I, like, God. I, I just like I just blew it over. She's like, Dad, Dad, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. We can we can dress up at home and totally fine. I know you didn't do it by mistake. We we forgot. And I'm sorry. He's like, oh, and you're like, you thought there were the yeah. they usually blow a tantrum and then you're just like, okay, there is hope. There is hope. So yeah. if they can forgive you, ooh, why can't you forgive yourself? And that's where the permission comes in. That's where the self compassion comes in. Yeah. Uh, but I love what you were saying earlier as well. And just want to say power to you, dad, for raising such mature young people. I can't take all the credit. Of course, and, we're a team. We're a team. And of course. Of course. Um, but the other thing you were sharing, um, which helps, right, with, with, with um, 
just mindfulness and, and paying attention to your life, as you said, and, and really tapping into the self subconscious, right? Um, even if it's five, 10 minutes a day, I'm a big believer in getting still. Okay. In getting quiet, having solitude. So like I said, it might be before the kids wake up, whatever that looks like for you. But when you can create that, that quiet time to just let the divine downloads or the voice of inspiration come in or to ask yourself powerful questions that can disrupt the script, get you thinking a different way so that it allows you to start actually, as you said, start shaping and speaking to the life that you do want to create. But if we're constantly in motion, how can we get the downloads? How can we hear the voice of inspiration? How can we what direction we are supposed to be moving in, in, in line with our purpose. So that's a lot about a lot of what I do when I say live your best life for you is that we all have a divine assignment. So even if we are mom and dad, there's still a purpose and plan for our lives as an individual on this planet. And when you're too busy in the motion and the activity, you, you can miss out on what you were, you're, what you're really here to do in, in, in the midst of it all. So yeah, if you can carve out that five, 10 minutes and whether it's journaling, asking, I'm a big fan of also two-way journaling, Mm -hmm. but asking that powerful question, why am I here? What do I need right now? That's a big one. So you're asking, what do I need right now? People who yourself and I and the givers, right? We're so good at meeting everybody else's needs. So how often do we actually get asked or ask ourselves, what do I actually need right now? And the more you keep, you might not have, you might not have a clue at the beginning because you're so not used to being asked or asking yourself that question, Mm -hmm. but eventually it will start to come, but you need that quiet time and something almost, I mean, it always comes, but you have to wait a moment, ask the powerful question, give it a moment and then just let it flow, you know? But that's another good one too. You, what do I right now? You are you've been you you often talk about um, the visualization and mm-hmm. um, how we should be very aware of what we want and how to make that intentional. And you talked a lot about journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give us a few tidbits? Because a lot of people will listen to, yeah, visualization. Yeah, just imagine my best life and just going to appear. Because <laughs> I say this because I know there are a lot of sarcastic people listening to this podcast as well. Um, but I believe in the power of your 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 vision and your manifestation. And how, how do we, because it's going to be very foreign to some people. Mm-hmm. How do we vision board? How do we stop the noise Mm -hmm. and focus on that vision? Because sometimes we can get so blurred because we're thinking about the laundry. We're thinking about the kids. We're thinking about the bills and the mortgage and everything. You want me to sit down for five minutes, think about my dreams? Really, Dion? Really? Really? Yeah, five minutes. Yes, I am. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you why. So um, you might have heard of uh, Usain Bolt. Mm -hmm. You might have heard of Michael Phelps. Yes. All right. The the number one, he's the most decorated Olympian in the world. And I can name a few other, you know, major Olympians in the world, right? Mm -hmm. They all practice visualization. Wow. 
it's he's been he was he was practicing visualization. That's been part that was part of his training since he was a teenager. Daily. Wow. He envisioned every stroke, every turn. He could hear the he would visualize the, the crowd cheering. He would visualize himself on the podium receiving his gold medal. So just to give you a sense that the psychologists who work with the Olympians, mm-hmm. they tell you that you have to actually smell it. You must be able to feel it, not only see it, but also like literally all five senses when you're doing this visualization, it works. They're even saying they did a, there was a study done where they had athletes who did just strictly physical training and then athletes who did physical training and visualize, visualization of them winning, right? And the team who did the visualization and training beat the other team hands down every time. Wow. So just to give you a sense of the power of visualization, but it really is you want to make sure you are really seeing like everything. What are you wearing that day? You know, are you winning an award at work? Cause there's something you're really going for. Maybe there's a promotion at work and you're already visualizing yourself. Who's there? What are they saying? What are you eating? Like you really want to get as detailed as possible. So that's one tip when it comes to visualization because the mind doesn't know what is real or fake, right? And what you focus on grows. So there's something called RAS the reticular activation system. Yes. You've heard of this. Yes. So you get pregnant, all of a sudden, all you see is pregnant women. You buy an electric blue Honda. What? All you see is what? Hondas, electric blue Hondas everywhere. Right? Well, that's what the the reticular activation system, that's what it does. So basically it's a filtering system. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have that, we our minds would be so overblown with so many stimul, so much stimulation at one time. So we focus on what matters to us. So because now we have that electric blue car, electric blue cars matter to us. Okay. So you see how that works? Mm -hmm. So now when you're focusing on something, all of a sudden now, um, let's say it's, I'm looking to um, land a position at uh, Google in their analytics department. You know, that's, that's my ultimate dream. And all of a sudden now you're in the line at the, at the, at the Starbucks and maybe a conversation you wouldn't have paid attention to before. All of a sudden now you hear the two guys behind you talking about how Google, you know, they're expanding and they're coming right here to the, your, your neck of the woods and they're really going hard with analytics. Like all of a sudden things just start to, you're looking at a, at an article and all of a sudden there's Google. Like it just starts to keep coming up and it just, there's a momentum that builds and you're wondering why all of a sudden, and then next thing you know, you're in the right conversation, you're in the right place at the right time and you manifest that thing. Wow. You know? Wow. wow. And yeah. just to let people know that Dion is not making this up, you just gave a name. I heard about the term and the fact that you just gave me an example, I just want to bring it down. It sounds stupid, but it's really real for me for yeah. the past year. I have been putting a very stylish Range Rover on every single screen Woo! I can find in the house, whether it's on my desktop, whether it's on my phone, whether it's on my phone, my, my uh, computer at work, even colleagues are just going by my, my desk going like, so that's your car. Yes, that's my car. I've been seeing Range Rovers 
everywhere. Ah, have you actually gone to actually sit in one yet? That's a good idea, by the way. If you don't have, would you believe that I work next to a Land Rover dealership? I haven't, I haven't walked in yet for fear of just like just driving away with one. <laughs> I'm holding myself. Okay. I work next door to a dealership. Yeah, I've, it's it's a sign. It's like it's there. I drive oh. in front of it every day, but. I know we're laughing, but we're bringing it home, guys. This is, it's very real. It's live. I drive on the highway. I see one. I park in the, in the parking lot at the grocery store. Like there's one, there's another one. Yeah. And I'm talking to myself. No, I like that one. Like, thank you, universe. Like, that's a good yes. one. Yes. Thinking in advance is huge, by the way. Like, so gratitude in advance, like if you already have it, is huge. It's precious. It's that. Yeah. It's precious. It's precious. But was, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Vision boards. Um, if you have yes. time for more tips, so mm-hmm. boards specifically, everyone. So we have the party, we create the vision board, or we you set aside some quiet time alone, we create the vision board. Make sure you keep it fully visible. You cannot go and then put it in a closet or in the back of the hallway where you're not going to see it. You've got to actually spend time with your visions. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's a very key point. Nice. Um, when you're creating your vision boards, try to have no more than four categories. Okay. One, put your pictures by category. Because just think, if you've got a crazy, chaotic-looking vision board, guess what your life is going to look like and what you're going to Crazy and chaotic. Crazy and chaotic, right? Um, when it comes to you know things, right? The things, like the material things that you may want to create in your life. Mm-hmm. Make sure you also put a dollar amount on there because you don't want to run yourself into debt. You might attract the things. We want to make sure you have the money on there too to cover it. Okay. Boom. And then big, bright, colorful photos. You don't want small black and white photos because again, what do you want to attract? Color. And excitement you know, and joy. things, or do you want to attract the big, wonderful things into your life? So, if you're looking to create, whether it's marriage or the Range Rover, don't put a little black and white, tiny little Range Rover in the corner. Make sure you find a really nice, colorful, clear, beautiful picture of that Range Rover. Wow! Right? Mm-hmm. We don't want a faded life. We don't want, you know. We need to create that excitement. We need to plant those seeds. Yeah. You know? Um, but one thing that, because um, I know we wanted to touch on this topic as well, uh, flipping it on people a little bit, because I know this is something people wrestle with, is the fact that, yeah, it's nice that we're talking about all these dreams and, you know, catering and curating our circle and, mm. you know, just taking time for ourselves and, like, you know, just cutting out, blocking out time and, you know, putting vision boards and creating excitement. But there will always be those people who are mm-hmm. going to wrestle with those expectations simply and unfortunately because at the core for some yet untamed reason they don't believe that they deserve it Mm. and sometimes there's the joy what i like to call the fear of joy Mm -hmm. the fear to deserve the fear to earn the fear to embody the fear to experience and i guess that has something to do with call it martyrdom call it self-deprecation, call it self-doubt, call it, I don't know what it's called, Ms. Dion, but I know that has something to do with a little bit of um, lacking forgiveness. And I know that's something that, you know, you're, you're, you have an upcoming uh, marathon call uh, that uh, you will be helming. 
Uh, so I'm really interested uh, knowing a little bit more about the program and uh, what's the coming down the pipeline. But forgiveness, I know for a lot of our listeners, is a really huge deal. And I'm not sure if you can coach us in that direction. Sure. Well, um, and just to tie into what we've been talking about, right? So if you're really looking to manifest all these wonderful things into your life, if you don't conquer unforgiveness, it actually blocks your blessings. Okay. It actually gets in the way of you really allowing in the new. So it's, it's really important in creating that, that best life that you, that you actually are able to forgive. And, uh, forgiveness, which I know a lot of people have a hard time. I mean, there's some atrocities that take place. Yes. But when you're holding it, you're actually being kept prison or, you know, hostage or the prisoner to it. That other person, they're probably not even thinking about you, you know? So the longer you're holding on to that, that's actually the stress. It could even manifest physically when you're, you're carrying that hurt. So it's really, really important to be able to find, uh, you know, supportive ways to, to, to forgive. And does it mean it's overnight? Does it mean it might be wrapped up in a bow? You know, you may have to just know that forgiving, you know, is just, and that's a big part of how I, I believe I've been operating. I just know that my life is better because I do. Um, my son's life is better because I did, you know, I, when I left my son's father, you know, um, there was infidelity. There was a lot of things that I could have remained very bitter about, but I also knew what I was committed to. I was committed to a healthy, loving co-parenting relationship. I knew my son's life would be better if I forgave. Right. And all of that came to pass and so much more, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, really understanding your highest commitment is a, is a great access point. Um, it might be your faith. Maybe you don't have it within you on your own. So it may be calling on your creator. Lord, forgive this person through me. But it really is a gift to you. And actually, that's what the, the word means. Gift of the Father. Wow. I didn't it's know that. Gift for you. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so I'm very passionate about forgiveness, you know, having gone through my own journey of forgiveness with my father. You know, um, it takes a lot of, a lot of you know, self-introspection and, and maturity. But the more you can forgive... Again, I'm going to say it, the more of the newness, the goodness you can allow into your life. And underneath it all, forgiveness is love. Yes. And so um, I was, uh, I've, I've done forgiveness workshops in the past and I'm looking to get back into it. I had a really powerful week in the desert at the end of September and the signs and wonder just kept coming up. I was at a women's retreat and, uh, that word forgiveness just kept coming back to me. And so, um, cause there's a lot of power in forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the effects are rippling, rippling when you can, when you can forget. And, um, 
I have decided just to kick things off before the end of the year that I'm going to do a forgiveness Friday. Uh, it's going to be a marathon of coaching calls. Whoever wants to get a slot with me, it will be free in that, uh, in terms of my, my services, but the payment will be to donate to uh, a dear friend of mine. She's doing a, a wellness mission uh, to Kariku in the, in the Caribbean. Wow. The mission across the Caribbean and Africa is to uh, bring uh, diabetes uh, strips um, and monitors and get, she has a, she has a love for the elderly mm-hmm. and, so she's going out there and, and I'm sure, you know, in our community, there's a lot of obesity and, and diabetes, especially in high blood yeah. pressure are yeah. so prevalent. And so she's going out there to do her joy walk and inviting the elderly of the community to come out and uh, walk with her, do that, that light exercise by the beach, get the supplies that they need, check their, their blood pressure, things like that, things that aren't normally so accessible. Mm-hmm. And so that's her mission. So the idea is I'm sending people to her website to donate for this mission coming up in December. Um, and that would be their payment to get a, uh, our, uh, coaching call of forgiveness coaching call with me. Love it. Great. Love it. Love it. Eleventh. Wow. So anybody I'm doing this real dirty right now. Cause it really just came to me, uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So just, just hit me up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. At at Dion Nichols, D-I-O-N-N-E, Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S. And yeah, just hit me up to get your slot. Once I get everything up and, and running, we can book our time. But it's going to be Friday, November 11th, Forgiveness Friday. We'll make it happen. I will definitely link it up. I will definitely link it up and make sure everybody uh, knows and uh, gets keeps the ball rolling. And uh, just letting you guys know, uh, an hour with Dion is not an hour wasted just letting you know and uh, i'm not biased about that at all it's uh, something i truly i truly i truly believe that man miss dion this has been a tremendously empowering conversation um i want to be remain respectful of your time and i cannot i again i cannot stretch it enough i'm grateful for uh your presence in the universe and anyone near or far who is privileged enough to gravitate around you and um, I want to celebrate you for all the tremendous work that you're doing and still doing, uh, not just for our community, not just for working moms, but, you know, anyone who's privileged enough to connect with your message and resonate with it. So uh, I am empowered. I am educated. I am filled with gratitude. And in that sense, I want to say thank you for everything and for your time on the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Wow. Thank you so much. Love right back to you, sir. Oh, <laughs> honor and a pleasure. We always have a running tradition on the podcast. Uh, we always like to leave the guests with what I always call, like to call the next step, as you know, um, you know, whether it's a book recommendation, a personal quote, personal mantra, affirmation. You've given us so many gems, but I always like to, you know, leave the, leave the listeners with the next step. You know, they can wake up tomorrow with the next step that, you know, they can use towards their next level. Anything we can leave the listeners with. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it real simple based on everything we talked about today. There is power in the pause. Oh my God. Oh, that was intense. <laughs> that was intense. Still, but there is power in the pause. That was intense. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I'm pausing to, to take that in. Wow. <laughs> Guys, my friend, Miss Dion Nichols, um, please do follow her. 
on Instagram and wherever you can find her. Just Google her. There aren't too many or there are not two of them on the internet. Trust me, I tried and she's irreplaceable. <laughs> Dion, thank you so much. Guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And again, uh, for everything that you guys are doing to share the message. If you found any worth or personal truth, if this episode, any two seconds were of meaning or of truth to you, please do share as it always helps us push the message forward. Stay blessed, stay safe. And as always do, stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca, where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.